This is why I like podcasts because you can say whatever you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus like, no one's going to delete you, right? Because it's my own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially now with like on my plan. But that's okay. We in? Yeah. We start. We're going to go off the, the leadership thing, right? Yeah, you, I mean, I'll, start, that, I'll start, I'll start. I'll you start. like the leadership thing, right? Like that's something... Yeah, think? I think that's, a, that's a, it's a good. Yep. And then I'll pass it to you to intro who you are briefly, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Like 90-second synopsis. Like 30-second synopsis. You can, you can do that. You can do that. Um, my name's Dave, and I'm... Like, Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show. Today, we're going to go through the exact reasons why, as a business leader, you need to be in great shape, lose fat, and be healthy so you can help the people around you and have a better functioning, um, more profitable organization and business. Today, I am with one of our superstar clients who's incredibly passionate, and this is gonna be an amazing conversation, Dr. David Silverman. So, brief synopsis on who you are, Dave, background, and why we're on this podcast. Yeah, thanks. Uh, my name's, as Charlie mentioned, my name's uh, Dr. Dave Silverman. Uh, I come from a pretty diverse background, but in just a, a synopsis, real simple is, uh, I hold a PhD on the human side of the business, uh, today, I'm really more of a strategist and connector with business leaders from all sorts of industries around the world. Uh, and so every single day, I spend 70% of my day talking with leaders. And the whole point uh, I have conversations with them is to understand how they're impacting the organizations that they're leading. Thank you. Now, you've been a client in the last little while. You've made a huge amount of progress. And we've obviously trained over the weekend at the um, seminar in Las Vegas at Fit Club. And some of the things you said were very profound to me in terms of the impact we've had on your life and how more people need to understand the importance of health and how good it is to feel good. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, right. It's We always got to choose our heart, they always say, right? Is it, it's, it's hard to feel uh, out of a bad. And how, is, it, is it hard to feel good? And well, wait a minute, like, why are we not wanting to feel good? And so... When we, we don't feel our best, we don't feel healthy, every single thing is impacted. And when in the workplace, that's magnified because business and work is not a one-person thing. It's a team thing. It's a multiple-person thing. And so in the context of a leader, it's even more magnified because leaders in the organization have been said, right, Gallup said it's 70% of influence. They, they matter. Your, the boss you work for has an impact on people's lives. And so when they're not feeling their best, then they project that out because they can't be their best. If, if the leader or any of us can't be our best because we're not feeling our best, then we can't not only be our best for ourselves, but we cannot be our best for others. And in the context of business, that's got magnifying, like compounding impact because businesses are in place to serve our communities, our world, make products and services to make things better. And so... People are spending an enormous amount of time at work not feeling their best. And so everything, it's like a, it's like a domino effect. One of the things I see is uh, executives who we speak with or work with who they don't think they have an issue. So they've got loads of money, they've got a really successful business, they're a really great family, yet they're really out of shape. They've got a bit of a gut, they've got man boobs, all this type of stuff. I haven't got a problem, I'm good. I've got loads of money, I've got family, all this stuff is good. And I think one of the things people don't understand that that's actually a very selfish approach to have because that's setting a very poor standard to everyone else around them, in particular their children who are going to look up to them and also the other people within the organisation. And I think one of the best things about people being in good shape is you know when you see someone who's in good shape, automatically they're disciplined because it just doesn't happen by luck. And also respectfully, like being in the US, like there's a lot of 
um, things that can take you off tangent in terms of foods and things you shouldn't be eating so that you're, you're not going to be in great shape by good luck. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think you opened up, there's, there's several things there. Uh, you opened up with this idea of responsibility and just how are you showing up each day? Because, so you talked about a kind of a parent situation maybe or a family situation. Well, the kids are watching uh, parents more than they recognize. Your employees are watching you as a leader more than you recognize. And how you show up sets and influences that standard. And so what we have to recognize is that we've not brought health in the center front because we've always thought it was something else. We said, oh, well, that's the gym. But businesses, we do meetings and we build products and we just talk about dollars and cents. What we failed to really appreciate is behind all that is people. And so then what happens is selfish, let's just put it from a business perspective. When the person, I can tell you from my own transformation, right? When we're overweight or stress, like our ability to adapt to, to variations is it's harder because we're not set up to be able to do that. And so now from an example is our inability to be adaptive in high stress environments like business become, it almost becomes to your point about the bad example, we're going to respond to stress worse because our inability to respond to it is not prime because our body, our health is not conditioned to do that. So now we're going to respond maybe outlashing. You'll see people with the, the word in the business world a lot of times is passive aggressiveness. People are going in and they're being very visceral with each other. And it's not, it's not the, the response of this situation. It's actually this person is fighting themselves inside trying to deal with all this noise because it's, it's right. There's always like three fights. There is the fight with the situation. There is the fight with your mind and, and your body, but then there's your body with itself trying to work together. All that's happening at the same time. And so that sets a precedence of what's acceptable. You talked about with like with even parents. If they're not disciplined and they're just kind of just eating all this stuff, where is all of our struggles coming from? Our struggles are coming from as people age, but even now, look at, you talked about the U.S., like look at where we're sitting now. Kids are overweight. They're not able to participate and be healthy. And now they're getting, they're having struggles just in regular social life because then what happens, not only is it biologically a struggle, but now even appearance. And so it's like this just compounding mess. The way I see things like that, it's like, a, it's like an escalating shitstorm that then like, like a snowball going on here that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger problem deal with and I think what I see as well in the the US hasn't to a degree like Dubai where I live the Arabic culture has it in terms of um, they just want to try and medicate and put a plaster over the problems things rather than dealing with like, the root cause of the issue and the reality is like one of the things you, I think you took from me over the weekend is like most of this stuff's pretty simple it's all very logical thinking but we live in a world where the logical easy answer isn't the sexy thing that people are going to try and sell you right even though it's the best thing to do what they're, what they're going to try and do is like come up with something that's overly complicated that people can maybe do for a short period of time, get some results, and then they're going to fail, and they're going to be back in the loop buying something else. And I think the problem is that people lose the ability to think critically for themselves, and they believe everything that's labeled in front of them, that this has to be gospel and truth and what I need to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. And so that speaks to you talk about the modeling, maybe back up to our society, a mass amount of people don't have even a chance. They don't stand a chance. They don't stand a chance with what's going on their phone. They don't stand a chance with what's being pushed on the televisions, on the radio. 
because behind that there's people that don't have their best agenda they're trying to push whatever they're trying to push because at the end of the day you talk about simpleness or you know stuff being simple the fitness industry the health industry is massively capitalistic right so this is going to sound horrible now i'm on record i guess maybe for the 15th time saying this but medical doctors aren't asking us what we're eating for food they're saying like no no go take this pill and hey we'll see you like next week as long as we can bill you and if we can't bill you then you got to go see this other doctor and hospitals love having you in bed because every time you're in bed they can bill that and it's not about pushing back but it's recognizing where you live and what we're doing and recognizing hey everything around us is not the health the more health we get the more healthy we get the less money they make and i'll tell you i was in a meeting a year ago big big um, developmental meeting with a new building hospital hospital school they were talking about building medical school and there was all these doctors and their, their complaints saying we're short on doctors but you know what they didn't say what if we're short on like no we're short on healthy people so if we made people healthier do we need more doctors and so that's it's but, not like but, to, but no one makes money that way. But right? no one makes money. No one makes money. And so that's the question you have to ask yourself. And I, I, me as well. So, I mean, I'm on record here, right? Look, I'm, I had to make a decision where I was at. I was completely tanking. Everything was very, very hard. Stuff that shouldn't be because I was just, right, I had extra weight. My mind was foggy all the time. And so what happens? You're, put, you're taking all the things that's, that you see everybody else doing. You're going, oh, well, of course you go stand in line for 10 minutes a day to go get your Starbucks thing. Knowing actually that's counterintuitive every which way but it becomes normal just like sitting in traffic and so there comes a world of accountability back to what does each of us want for ourselves and i'll tell you you're we're from different parts of the world we've all been on planes though haven't we you and i have never been on the same airplane but we've gotten one set of instructions on every airplane we've ever gotten on and it was this put your oxygen mask on first before helping others that instruction must be critical because it's on every freaking airplane every always but if we think about what that's saying that you got to be able to breathe first before helping others that is not what's being pushed over here right so it's looking at like all of us going what am i doing we're all unique in some sense but what's being pushed the simple answers it's not the right simple answers. It's like, you go look at the, the energy drinks. Well, why do I need an energy drink? Like, what's going on in my life? Oh, you got to work hard. Okay, fantastic. It's not attacking working hard. But it's saying, but if I'm buying energy drinks every week, then why am I still tired all the time? Then you got to ask the bigger question. I continue to do the same, but I'm expecting different results. And people, and it's been, I think, coined to Einstein, calls that insanity. But yet we continue to do it. The reason, right, is what you're kind of getting at is because the people, the money makers are going to continue to inundate us with that popularity doing it. And the thing is the money makers have the leverage in terms of people's attention. Mm -hmm. So where people's, where you've got control of people's attention and the information they have, uh, my favorite saying is like you don't know what you don't know, right? And it's until someone puts it in front of you and you do it, like, oh, that's really obvious. Why have I, Why did I not know about that before? And that's like our big mission is to like fill that gap in that, ignorance tax essentially people are paying in terms of not knowing how good it is to feel great or how good it is to wake up and not feel tired or how good it is to not be embarrassed about your weight which is 
a huge epidemic that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger in the US where you almost get these two divergent paths of like the fit and then the, the overweight. The same as in the US, they talk about the wealth gap, but there's also the health gap, right? Where you've got the super fit on one side and you've got the people who are super obese and you're not gonna make it past 40 on the other side. And that people in the middle is becoming less and less there, it's the extremes. We move towards what we look at. And I think that's the question we have to ask all of ourselves, especially as business leaders, because as business leaders, we're not just moving for ourselves. How we move each day impacts everybody that works for us and around us, regardless. And so the question I had to ask myself too, here I'm on record. I was exhausted of being exhausted day after day after day after day. And the question I asked were, what am I working for? Right? Because we all can go make money. Great. But if you're working, you got money in the bank, but if you're too exhausted to go do something, well, what? And so then the question is, what are you looking at? What are you paying attention to? It's obvious, again, the broad world that wants to make money is not interested in us being healthy because that doesn't make them money. It is what it is. I'm happy to be the bad guy that calls it out too. It's wrong, but whatever. We all have a choice. And so it's an interesting point here because I have this challenge a lot, I get this question a lot asked too is, well, why would I go even like with coaching or why would I go with whatever? It just goes back to what are you looking at? And so we each have to ask ourselves, especially as business leaders, what do I want to be? When I feel my best, I can be my best. But I can't be my best if I don't feel my best. Who's ever done that? We can all fake it. Even when we've gone to work when we were sick, but we weren't our best. Our people need us to be our best. Our family needs us to be our best. The communities need us to be our best. And so we have to recognize it's almost like awakening that we have to happen because we've been inundated for so long. It goes back to what we were talking about yesterday or the day before about the frog in the boiling pot, right? These devices, and they've known it. Like go, Anybody can go look at social media for three and a half seconds and, and it's glaring points. The, it, the, the technology is designed to leverage the human focus and attention to become addicted all day. And the, and the smart neuroscientists, people have talked about that all the time. And yet, what do we continue to do? Because we've become addicted. Because when we become addicted, we keep paying money. That's all. So how do you break away from that? Well, the first part about it is you have to say, well, when is it enough? You've got to start with yourself and go, I need to look for something. I got to look the other way. I'm looking the wrong way right now because I continue to look this way. Where's it going? We bought the gym memberships. Who on here bought the gym memberships? You can call me up. We even buy the containers where you store all the little food. How many times have we done that? We've done that over and over and over and over again. And it's something I'll, we'll say on here too, is that if anybody ever gets to Boston and you go watch a Boston Red Sox game, bringing them in the stadium, those seats haven't changed for a hundred years. But it's interesting, people have problems sitting inside them. We're looking the wrong way. With what you said then was very interesting. What for you was the, like, you're obviously very smart, so it's kind of an interesting background, you've been in the military, police um what was the point for you where you were like you realized you were in a situation you needed to change you're like fuck this is not what i want i'm gonna say this here because i hope at least one person in the world hears it i didn't say it soon enough i didn't say it until the day i broke it took me breaking laying on the bathroom floor of my on the floor of my bathroom, 
crying. I got to done all these things. Feeling miserable. Aching every single day. Doing all the things. Went to the CrossFit gym. Went all the things. Got all got, did all the stuff. Bought all the things. I've gotten more. I had went and bought more, more uh, subscriptions to say subscriptions to say subscriptions because that was the thing to do. I was like, I don't think anybody wants to be out of shape. I don't think anybody wants to feel bad. But there's not a place in today's world that's accessible to even have that expression. And so it took me because completely breaking like a life breakdown that should never happen because now what happened there was I had a choice I was going to go this really dark path or I had to do something different it didn't have to be that way but I will tell you through my journey it wasn't a lack of wanting and I don't think that's actually I think there's more people that don't want to feel that way but where do you look we're talking about the masses on the media on the tv in the gym they're saying go run a trip like that was when I remember we started with you guys it was fascinating. They're like, Dave, no, we're not going to put you on a treadmill for 30 minutes because that's not how it works. Or just like we talked about, or you talked about it with us yesterday or the day before of just going and looking at saying, you can do it this way, but this isn't actually going to get you anywhere. And in fact, it's probably going to hurt you. The body works like this. Well, wait a minute. I have not yet to this day, and I've been in the gym a lot, ever seen them. I mean, maybe it's happened once, but I didn't see it enough people go to that position before and so it goes back to what you said earlier too is we we know what we know and we know what we see and what we see right now is a world that is incentivized to be unhealthy who's the losers in that each of us that are unhealthy because we're gonna break we're gonna we're gonna break and it's not it sucks i also say respectfully that as well because the consumer or the say for example the american population in that position they're struggling they don't know how to cope or, or, or what to do there's also a lot of people on the internet who are putting out false information and bs to try and sell stuff which is gimmicky which is what's then causing more frustration because people go and sign up and they buy these things and try them it doesn't work and who do they blame themselves and then they think they can't do it and that's another big part of the problem is that then people lack the self-belief and i like the flywheel analogy when it comes to fat loss or like business success is like the biggest issue with most people is they don't believe they can really do it. When they sign something like, oh, this might work. Even with working with us, we work with like 10,000 people, right? So it's like, it might work. They work with 10,000 people, so it's probably work for you, right? So like they start, they get a bit of progress. The flywheel starts to move. And like if you get a flywheel to move, it's hard at the start, but you get progress, it goes faster and faster. And it's like people's fat loss because they suddenly the first week drop like a couple of pounds, four or five pounds. So like, holy shit, I can do this. But they believe in themselves and then their actions because they believe in themselves become better actions in terms of like going towards the results they want and they get better progress and I think most people don't understand that every single thing you do in your life so like whatever you do with your time for example like doing this podcast right now is either taking you towards your goal or taking you away from your goal there's never like a neutral in the middle position and I think when people start to understand that it's easier for them to then get the outcome they want if that makes sense yeah I mean it, it speaks to a bigger social challenge that we have is that metaphorically we, we we normalize different phrases right there's this normalization right now and i hear it all the time on the hype man you got to work to death okay well i don't want to work to death frankly like i want to work hard in those things but like what we've made these associations these binding associations so think about when you go to the gym too they're right i've not met a person yet and again maybe this i'm sure there's eight billion people it's probably gonna happen i'm sure but no one wants to be out of shape 
All right? Like, they just don't. They're not going to come out and say it, but no one wants to do that. But then what happens, what are your options? You go to your point about these other people pushing these other things out there. They're looking also for subserviency and control and power. Like, look at me, I'm the pro, and we're going to do it this way, and that's, and you got to always be subservient. I'm better than you. And 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 you call in. Well, there's some people that can work with that, sure, but they don't. They can't personalize it. They can't localize that relationship because that's not a healthy relationship. And so the options out there for people are not. They're not good ones, because there's a trap. They're all mouse traps. Come here, do this. Come here, do this. Like for example, I'll, on the record here, guys, everybody, let me tell you right now, I was 234 pounds. I was with some friends, new friends here in Vegas on this trip. And, you know, what? one of the guys is now eating like 4,000 calories a day because that's where he's at. Like my journey, I still have probably another year of just dropping weight to get down to where I got to go. So we have to first give ourselves a little bit of empathy and says, listen, there's a whole reason why we got here. But we got to recognize that the world is not all for everybody. And so the question we each have to ask ourselves first as a human, like just a regular person, what do we want for ourselves? And then to go back to the business leader perspective, we have to recognize there's a responsibility that how we show up, how we look, how we breathe, our ability to respond in the day is tightly correlated with our own health. Are we, are we putting ourselves in a position for success or not? Because that's right. It's, you're either growing or dying kind of say, right? And so for as much connection that we have in the world today, we are inundated with so much stuff that's not it's designed for the trap. It's not designed for the greater good because that's not the current game. The current game is we're going to go create traps, pretend that, right, hey, employees first, but as soon as those, 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 um, right, the stock chair drops for a second, everybody's fired, right? Oh, but, but we care about the employees. Do you? Right? So the, it, there's a lot of lip service in, the, in, in, in everything, in business and in the health stuff. So just back up. Back up and ask. We got to ask ourselves a question. I had to too, but it took me to break, and I wish it didn't, because we only get today. How many days did we lose? And then we go back, right? Look, what's the cost of things? Well, what was the cost we just spent for ten years, being completely unhealthy? I'll tell you. I made this comment in Vegas. I just I realized I'm like, it's so much easier being healthy. <laughs> like it's so much easier, but we've never been a we've never given been given the idea that. Life is not, we're not born to struggle, to sacrifice, but we've inundated that into our work lives, into our lives and go, we just got to grind. We just got to grind someday, one day in the future will be better, but why not today? And there's one thing across all of us across the world that's going to make that happen more than not starts with our health. That's first, because if we're not healthy, we can't go to work. If we're not healthy, we can't be our best for our people. If we're not healthy, everything is harder. We have to find clothes that like, it's even easier, right? Close it when you're unhealthy. It's better. It's, it's, it's more convenient. It's more. And so I think we have to, we have to pull health and we gotta, we gotta recognize that it's part of our central, we gotta bring it back into the center stage right now. It's off to this. Like, it's like, it's like I came over here in an Uber for this thing. And my Uber driver was like, the first thing I cut was the gym membership because I had to do all these other things. And then she's like, but I'm exhausted. And I was like, okay, well, when was the last time you, you know, like you slept? She's like, well, I don't have time to sleep. Okay, well, there's a relationship there. But if you look at things in isolation, it's easy to just, oh, the gym, I'm not, I can't be, I, guys, I can't be Charlie. I'm not Charlie, I'm Dave. So how do I go become the best me? 
I'm not going to look at Charlie. Charlie's humongous. But it's all, I got to bring it, all of us got to bring it back to health, like central in our life and say, it really just comes back down to this. Do you want to feel good or not? It's a choice. I, I say it this way. This is something I say a lot too. We can choose to stay or choose to move. If where you're at is waking up tired all the time, you can conti- we can continue to buy the energy drinks, right? So it's interesting to me that the coffee industry, the energy drink industry, and the gym membership industry, the market values are not in the millions, but they're in the billions. And yet we're still tired, exhausted, and stressed out. So we can stay doing that, or we can move to say, oh, well, what if we were healthy? What does that change? And that's, I think that's important for all of us to, to recognize because if we don't look at there, we will never be able to fall into these traps because everybody's going to continue to come up with the next gimmick. They're going to go, oh, right, so like, what's the next latest phase? Oh, just take this now, this, this next pill. This pill will change yeah. it all in like five minutes. The fat loss rejections, like Manjaro are the ones in Europe, like so they're the ones they use to suppress your appetite. So yeah. people are now taking the Manjaro injections to then basically stop themselves eating. And then when, if, if you were a logical thinking, critical thinking person, like we've spoken about, you'd then understand that, okay, if I just, if I am taking a drug that suppresses my appetite so I can't eat, what happens when you stop taking the drug and you start eating again? weight goes through the roof astronomically probably in a worse position than you were in the first place and the problem is that people don't understand that it's not necessarily you dropping the 50 pounds 100 pounds that's like that's an end goal right but the most important thing is like the person you become in that process and the habits you create on a daily basis and the, the, the evolution of the person to get there rather than like dropping the 100 pounds that makes a difference you know one thing I, I wanted to say because I, I want someone to hear this on this call is that there's one thing that uh, I learned that's going to the nutrition class and it was fantastic. I've went to college for 13 years, everyone long time. And I never once we're talking about when you gain the body and there's all these scientific reasons for it. But when you go, when you drop the weight, you take the body off of where it doesn't want to go. Like, so you can go drop that fad diet weight, but then when you go pick those calories up, it's going to pick it up faster and faster and faster. And I've shared that more with business leaders. It's blown their mind because you're going, the more we've done that, the harder we're now actually making it for ourselves. But no one's made ourselves, we've never been aware. And I think that's a lack, of, that's maybe the bigger macro problem is there's a lack of awareness to what it actually is. And yeah, it's basic. Like, it's basic, right? So what's, what's happened to me? I'll just share this. I blasted Charlie with like 17,000 questions. That's a little maybe aggressive, but... A lot of questions. I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to eat? This, this, this. He came back and listen. It's just input and output. Like where you're at in your phase, it's just this and that. And no crud right now. Everybody, you can't see me because I'm on the podcast, but I'm down over 40 pounds. And never in my time, and I still got 25 more to go, whatever we're doing, but never in my time of all the stuff I've done, have I done that? And so, but it was because of getting insights that we've not been taught because those insights are inconvenient to know. But man, I'll, but knowing that, I was like, we never, we, we got to be accountable when we diet because if we go back and gain those calories, our body, our, when we learn more about what actually happens, we then can respond better. And I think that's what we're up against right now is the masses of us just don't know. I don't think people are maliciously being out of shape. I think we just don't know as a mass. And where do you look? Everything's telling you to go take the pill. Everybody's t- telling you to go buy the gym, the gym membership and go jump on the treadmill for three hours a day. And we're getting nowhere. 
And then in the workplace, there, there's an equal foul there because that's not only just one person's thing. That's impacting other people's days. And so I think that's what's one thing is important for all of us is to go where we're going now, the direction we're looking at right now is not getting us results. And so I gave you this phrase yesterday, which was, or the other day, which is return on energy. If someone asked you, would you pay full price if you bought something or, 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 or a half price, like 50% off, which would you buy? I mean, I don't know. I would probably buy the 50% off. I would probably want to take the sell price. And I think most people would. But we don't think about that with the energy we're doing. Like, because we were told to go run on a treadmill for 30 minutes. That's what we do. And it goes back to we can continue to do something, to do it, and become numb to it. Routine, just like morning traffic. Is morning traffic very effective? No, but we do it all the time. It's not getting us where we want to go. It's even like I said to you yesterday in training, uh, the training event we had was like, this is the secret of how you get better results without actually even having to try any harder. You're just more accurate with what you're doing and more efficient with it. And we live in a culture where people think more is better, but like fitness within reason and everything in life is progression, right? It's periodized. You can't progress volume or the amount you do of something because there's only 24 hours in a day. However, you can progress the amount of weight you might be able to lift, the amount of reps you can do, or maybe how low body fat you can get or how many calories you can eat at a lower body fat level and I think when people start to understand that concept rather than just thinking like I need to go to the gym more I need to sign up to more fitness programs I need to buy more diet pills they will start to get the the gist of what really works yeah and I just want to bring us back to just the just into the business situation time right time everything counts but not everything matters but when you put what counts over what matters and doesn't count right or what matters no longer counts. Everybody, this happens, I talk to business leaders all the time. I don't have time to eat healthy. I don't have time to do this. With the information that they're working off of, the information I was working off of, that is true. No one should be faulted with the information that you're using. What you just said is true. The same thing here. When we get the information that says, there's information that's available, that says no, quit doing, it's not about that, it's this. And so that's a, maybe a broader question too is that, I think we've all been duped a little bit, shammed, if you will, to think that there's all these things. It's not saying it's not going to be easy. Life's not easy. It's not supposed to be easy. And, but it can be efficient. It can be efficient. It's about having an and. I can be successful and be healthy. I can go work and right, eat right. We just have to understand how. And right now, everything in the world around us doesn't want us to put all that together because as long as they keep it apart all the mousetraps can come out and all that happens is we get sicker like for back of the business how much money are we spend in our in our businesses every single day even as leaders people out of work people missing work all this healthcare stuff well yeah because the healthcare industry wants people sick like that's they're not going to make money otherwise and so i it just goes back to what are we looking at the information that we're looking at today is going to continue to bring us to you're going to you guys are all going to have to get to the point where I did and it sucks you're going to break and only then you're going to it's going to get raw and real for you right it's the same thing the doctor can tell you hey stop eating this stop eating this but then people like they'll keep doing it until their life's on the line and my big question was the question I asked myself was why did I let it go so far and so I hope for you know even just doing this and, and contributing here is I hope that we can hear some voices that say wait a minute there's actually another way this this idea about i can't have this or that or it's this or that is not true 
One of the things you said there was interesting. It was uh, people don't know how to do or how to, how to get in shape, how to lose weight. I think one of the big things I've probably changed in my life in the last six to 12 months is instead of thinking is how, is who. Mm. So one of the big concepts of that is like rather than thinking I can do say I wanted to uh, make more money in the next six months in your business or you wanted to get drop another 50 pounds next six months instead of trying to work out how it's like so you think who who's the person who can help me do that who's the person who's done that over and over again as soon as I've worked out whatever the big challenges are the one thing I need to fix find the best person to fix it pay them to do whatever they tell you to do you don't have to think about it you execute you then fix and solve the problem because like one of my favorite sayings success leaves clues if someone's done the thing themselves and they've done it with someone else chances are they could probably help you if you're willing to do the work yourself and when you frame it like that it's then very easy for people to get whatever they want in life and I was in a situation where I think it was just yesterday people were like you can't be financially successful and be in great shape and I was like well why not and because people come up with an excuse why they can't do things and the reality is if someone in the planet has done it before then it means you can also do it as well because I think we set glass ceilings on ourselves of how far we can go with certain things because of other people's opinions where the reality is people need to learn to not give a fuck about what other people think and just if you think you can do something just go and do it yeah and let me be vulnerable I don't want this to come out as a sales pitch because I'm not that guy okay but I'm going to tell you this but I, I want everybody to hear that because I want to say something that's very authentically true to me first of all as humans we are more the same than different and truthful we are better together I will also say on record because I had to actually, I got this question asked to me three times yesterday. For everybody, my, I, my coach is Charlie, but in the spectrum of things, right, I went and found the guy. The who? Because I, the, right, the who. And let me tell you, it was, because it's very lonely when you think you're by yourself. This is, when you don't know, you don't know. And so, and I've done this in other parts of my life too, even like on stuff I've written, I went and found the guy because I'm like, there was a path there. Someone climbed that mountain. I don't have to do, we don't have to do things by ourselves if we give ourselves permission not to go find them. And the good news for, in life is that there's people that have done it for me and, and for all you, like for fitness, I'll tell you, I'm down faster. Everybody's like, Dave, what's going on? Like you're changed, changed, changed. I, I'm not thinking right now. I'm just following and I'm learning as we're going, but I went and found the who we've all done that as business leaders too. Haven't we? We have, of course we have. We went and found the C we said, okay, we want to go be in the C-suite who's done it. And what did we do? We took them out to lunch. We went and got the time in the office and we said, okay, talk to me, help me. Will you mentor me? We do this, all the things with our professional lives, but fitness, we think we're by ourselves. I go to the gym at three. People, it's scary in there, right? You guys haven't seen, maybe you'll look on the social media, you'll see like Charlie and I, like Charlie's big and awesome and swole and I'm short and like, right? And it can be intimidating and scary, especially when you're really, really heavy like I was. It can be scary and lonely if like, I have to do this by myself, I don't know how to. So I, again, it wasn't a lack of effort, but I wasn't going anywhere. But the minute you find now this word of the who, that's what I did, my model did that. Not only... Did it take the burden a little bit off? It gave me a chance to breathe for a moment because I didn't have to carry that because you knew how to do that. You said, it's this. I didn't understand it, but that wasn't my burden. When you're out of shape, you're not feeling your best, you're breaking down. I've always heard this a lot from my leaders I talk to too. It feels hard to breathe every day. But the minutes, I had to like go through a little 
couple hoops to get to, to you, actually, truth be known, because I was like, they're like, oh, well, you can go, you can go this way and it'll be, it'll be cheaper. I'll just bring the economics on here, like the investments of my life. Well, you can go here and it'll be cheaper and it'll be here cheaper and cheaper. I'm like, but I don't want that. And I don't even, I didn't know you. I just knew you were the who. I was like, okay, well, wait a minute. I saw this, I saw this, I saw this, I saw this. No, I want him. And I think it was like three or four rounds before I was able to even get to you. But I, I wasn't going to do it otherwise because I didn't. I was like, no, I want, and not the other guys don't know, they all, they all know, but I was like, I want the source. Like, let me just give me the source. I want to know then and like get led by that because the source did it. And we've all done that as business leaders. We didn't go find the directors. We went to the CEOs. It's the same thing here. Uh, it's funny, as you say, that actually reminded me of a, a story. I was going to say uh, Craig Valentine's, I don't know if you've heard of the guy, it's in the business space. So he uh, was helping me for about six months in his business. And I remember, I knew Craig anyway, I'd been to a couple of his events. And I just messaged him, like, I need you to help me in terms of like productivity and organizing this thing that I have, right? And uh, he's like, yeah, to work with my team, it's like X amount. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to work because I don't know your team and I won't respect them. So I won't listen to them. So like, whatever it is to work with you, I'll just pay it. And then I know I'll do what you tell me to do. And that reality is the big thing because you trusting and believing in the person and respecting the person who you're working with is the thing that's going to make the difference because if they say jump you're going to be like oh how high like, and that's the reality is if you don't respect someone or don't know them through and through that's going to sometimes cause issues in terms of you executing and I know that's definitely my personality type yeah 100% and, and I think look we can, we're making investments every single day there's nothing more in business as, as the owners as the leaders as people running our families whatever there's nothing more valuable than anybody's time. That's all. Like, that's the most precious resource because we will never get more of it. You get more money. You get more money. Of course you can. That's all. Like right. And so you have to ask yourself. That's. I think. What's. I hope. I and probably talk too, too big and round in, in this in my comments. But if I had to boil it down, I hope what people are able to hear in this conversation is at the end of the day, the noise and distraction in the world that's loud is not for us. It's for somebody else. If we can understand that and go, okay, let's quit looking there. Now, what do we want to do? This happened yesterday. I asked like four, I asked a lot of questions and the, and, and the, the appropriate response was like, okay, well, what are you trying to get done? What's the context? Absolutely right. We each got to decide what we want. But if you say, okay, I want health, the good news for us in 2023 is there's people that have done it. Right? Charlie was a fat, chubby kid, frankly. Like, I wasn't a health guy that's he's going to go build a health thing. Yeah, right. But he did. And he had to go through it. And so you look and say, what do you need? For me, and what I hope for all you to understand is, we want people that are going to, we want a situation, we want partnership that's going to help us get healthy for the right reasons, ground down so we can, we can gain it and then we can sustain it, right, versus this gimmick stuff. And so everybody wants the, the hack. What's the, what's the latest verbs? What's the hack? What's the pill? You know what the hack and the pill is? Go find the who. Because now the burden's off us. Because the who's also have self-interest getting us through because that's their, if they don't, their reputation's shot. The good news is, and again, I'm not self-pitching anything, but I'll tell you, Charlie's done it 10,000 plus times. And for one, if y'all haven't looked, check it out because it's one I'm, I actually took with me uh, three or four days ago, one of the guys who's like 45 and he lost like, it was like over 18 months, but it was legit. 
and it was fantastic and it was raw and real because through his journey it wasn't a straight line because that's not how it works but he got there was this what we posted a couple of days ago yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, i was it's, like it's insane to i was like that but it was but it was raw and real it wasn't hey drink this three times and starve yourself for four like this gimmick stuff because it's, that's not right let me tell you i didn't break overnight i didn't get to 234 pounds overnight everybody right and so give yourself some empathy where you're at even as a leader rec- if you're a business leader recognize that you got to get better for yourself and you got to get better for your people because where you're sitting right now you're fighting everybody and you're making it bad for everybody and then if you want to be the efficient if you're the business leader you want efficiency anyway if you want efficiency exactly delegate delegate it all day i'm like i don't know charlie this is what i got and this is where i'm trying to go and i know you like whatever but this is my situation and right and then he's got to deal with it but that's 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 great and then we go forward what would you say to executives and business leaders who i'm not gonna say they're scared to reach out but they form as as insecure about asking for help because i think that's a big issue that men have as like a male bravado of like they don't want to ask for help and probably when i was like 26 27 first time i actually got someone to coach me i was like i was like this is a secret to success in life it's like just pay someone to tell me how to do it who knows how to do it and then i just do the thing and i get the end result what would you say to those, those guys but what's funny what you just said is we do that every way else in business yeah, just not in your right life, in i know I've, I've been told i've been told by several business leaders like i don't have i don't even do that i'm just gonna go buy the person that does that i'm just gonna go buy that i'm just gonna go buy that so here's something interesting it's this interesting compounding issue it gets lonely at the top okay because you got to main, you worked hard. You're the top. You're responsible. Like you own the business, or you're not, or you're the senior leader. You can't look weak. You can't look right. These are all these falsy myth things, but it's real. Like, I can we can say that they're that those words don't exist, but the reality is leaders can't look weak in front of their people. They don't want to. You don't want to. And so to admit show vulnerability to show vulnerability has been it's horrible at reality, but it just is. And so that's what's interesting in the equation here. And again here I. No one even knew I went, unless I shared when I did because I was whatever. But I, this is where coaching's fantastic. And the, the big question is, we're already doing this stuff in business. We're already buying employees. We're buying businesses. We're buying. We can buy a service to hack our own success from our health. So what's that mean? I will tell you. I think. This has to do with a lot with the selection of the who you go find. Because there's some who's that are going to go like, oh my gosh, let's just go glare this out. And No. If you find the who's that exist in the world, you're one of them, that says, this is our agenda. Our agenda is just healthy people at the end of the day. And making success and, right, not exhausting and working to death. And then I just want to answer the maybe more, the, the, the concrete question more hit on is that, Yes, we can't show vulnerability, but why not? Because you know what vulnerability gives your people? It shows you that your people want people, and you want people. And this facade that we put on ourselves actually has separated us from our people all the time. We see this all the time when we're, we're working with clients, too, is that when we sit behind, the leaders sit behind the office and everything else, like, i got to show up in this, and I can't talk down to this. When they see you struggle, they can jump in with you. You can find support. We actually have more. What we need is closer to us than we realize, but we've never been thought to be able to reach out and go, you know what? Hey, hi, my name's Dave. 
I broke, I've now said on record that's going to get heard by a lot of people that I was on the floor of my bathroom crying at 43, 44 years old, whatever it was, crying my head off. As a successful guy as well. As a successful guy. I got a decent success, right? Not knowing what to do, not knowing to turn, feeling lonely, freaking out. And it was in that moment I said, I got to do it because I'm exhausted of being exhausted. This isn't working. And now going through the other side, I shouldn't have had to do that because it, well, I didn't need to do that. Because besides the big bad stuff that's in the world and all this like this vision and all this other stuff, the mass of us are, are, are good people. There's, there's, there's help available. This goes back to what you just said. There's help. And knowing that gives, it gave me hope. And so as a leader, I think it's that. And the other part that we got to recognize as a business leader and this is something serious. We have a responsibility, right? There is no place more in our lifetime in the world that we're going to be at anybody, your employees, your people you work with, than at work. And as a leader, you set the tone. And if we're not healthy, we're making it bad for all of our people because we're not our best, so we can't be our best. And so the vulnerability there is, is that however you want to rationalize it, you can rationalize it from a capitalistic perspective and say, you know what, healthy people often – are, are more successful because they're right. They're more efficient than that. Think clearer, come up with clear, all those clearer. things. You can. So there's that and and, uh, and the vulnerability. Guess what? If you actually showed your people who work for you that you were just a human too, and like, hey, we're all in this together, and right now I'm just trying to be better. You know, know what? Not only would you help get yourself better, you might inspire somebody on your team who's also scared, who says, man, you know what? My boss, who's successful, who's got the office, who's got the parking spot, recognize that they weren't feeling their best and they went and got help. Because that's the other part I think is important. And I didn't get it either. You said you were 26, maybe you were 27 before you started getting coaching. Well, I wasn't. Like, I was upper, older. I was like, whatever, we don't need nobody. We got it, right? Here's the deal, folks. Like, for me, you don't know what you're in. You can't see the fog when you're in it. Right? So, like, when you're driving your car today, like, are you looking the, Are you looking on the road? Or are, you, are you, like, relying on a, a, a satellite that's giving you, an, like, you're relying on other things to see to get where you're trying to go. And this, here's the problem with the health stuff. It's embarrassing. And as a leader, you don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be embarrassed. People don't want to be embarrassed. People, when we're overweight, when I was overweight, I was still, like, I'm not where I'm at right now. I was, I was at the gym just these past few days. I was the fattest person. They took photos. Let me tell you, my back right now is so mad that they took it because it's like, it just a, it's still, I'm better. And I'm happy about that. And I'm proud of that. That is true. I'm not where I want to be. It was gross to me. But I was like, cool, I'm going to get that better. And I'm going to get that better. And so you sit back and go, we got to get, we got to get this, this under control. And so there's help. You don't have to. Here, here's what I said to myself when I broke. I no longer pride myself in my ability to take it. So I have to face it. I had to face I allowed myself. I lost, let me just say on record, I lost a business partner. I, lost, I wasn't able to deal with stress. I, I lost a business partner. I lost, I lost opportunities. I lost, I lost a lot over about 12 months of really being out of whack because I couldn't, I, I couldn't deal with anything. And the leaders I talk with every day are still doing that. And they, they've accepted. They say, well, we just got to grind through it. I would buy that if we eventually got to the destination, but I've yet to see any of us get to the destination. I think that's a, a strong point to finish up on. So thank you very much for your time and wisdom. Um, 
one last thing I'd ask you, what would you say to someone who's sitting on the fence about like reaching out to me and the rest of the team for help? It's today. Today is the day to do it. Make today the day you made. Today is the day that starts your chance. We, you're not sitting on a fence. You're either going to fall over one way or you're going to fall over another way. It's your choice. Choose you. And you choose you by reaching out because the first day you're already going to take a step in the right direction. The direction you're going right now is not taking you where you want to go. So stop doing that because you already know that doesn't work. You just go this way. That's what I would do. Well said. So then was in that position, you want help, you want to be another success story like Dave, message me on Instagram, Chargers Fitness or LinkedIn, uh, we would love to help and make another success story and, and get you away from that position as well. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review and subscribe and see you next episode very, very soon. Thank you. Awesome. That's good. Thank you. There you go.